Yo, welcome, welcome to Daily Disciple Podcast. This is gonna be our first episode, man. Um, first one I made was an introduction, and I didn't really know. You know, um, I'm a friend. Who was like, "Hey, you gonna make your first episode?" When we hung out yesterday, he's like, "You gonna make your first episode?" I was like, "I already did." And he's like, "No, that's not an episode. That's an intro." So this is the first episode, and um, yeah, man. Today, I'm gonna be honest with you. Supposed to get a haircut. Supposed to get a haircut. Went over there, and apparently I put the wrong day for their appointment. It's supposed to be this Saturday, but I booked it for next Saturday. So my hair is looking a mess, right? Which is why a lot of times I'm always wearing a hoodie or a hat on because my hair is not looking that good. Um. So yeah. So welcome to the podcast, man. And today I just want to come up, hop on here, really just share my testimony because when my friend hit me up. And they just told me that I never really talked about my testimony. I never really shared my testimony, you know, and and I, I thought I have because when I usually when I um post like a little sh- a short message or whatever, I'm always trying to like, you know, um give an example of, of how Christ has like kind of changed me in my life, you know, how the new has become. Right. Because if, if, if you come to Christ, yeah, you're a new creature. Like the old is gone and behold, the new has become. So your old ways is gone, you know, and, and that new cre- and that new creature that you are is holy, set apart and different, you know, and we're called to tell people about that. I like tell people about how Christ has changed you. And yeah, I believe our testimony has true power. So I really want to come out here and really talk to y'all about my testimony. All right. So um, being raised, man, I was I was I was raised Christian. Um, my dad was always taught me and my sister to always pray. Like my dad was, was big on prayer. I, I didn't really know much of the Bible like that, but it's some. I knew Psalm thirty-five. Like I have Psalm thirty-five memorized in my head. Like the whole chat, the whole chapter of Psalm forty-five. I have it memorized in my head. Um, but yeah, my dad was always big on prayer. He always told us to pray all the time. You know, whenever there's a problem situation, he's always telling us, "Man, pray." Like every day, make sure you spend time with God and pray. Like he is like just telling us that communication is key with your relationship with Christ, which is true, man. Like prayer is big. Like God, like you spending time with God, like you talking to God, like it's as the Bible tells us, pray without ceasing and everything, right? In every situation, bring, bring your, make your request be known to God, like tell God about it. So I was always taught just to pray, to pray. You know, and I never really had that much knowledge of the Bible, though. You know, I really had I didn't have that much knowledge, and um, didn't really look into it. I thought I, I heard I heard stories. You know, I like watching movies, biblical movies. I I like I like that, and other than that, not really. So yeah, I was raised Christian, and when I lived in Congo, it was it was a big community of Christian man, like. People, a lot of us, I've seen a lot of people that have faith, like, and, and it's big over there, uh, like just people worshiping Christ, like crying to God, like in every single situation, like trusting in God and, and for everything. And then, and I always had that in, in the back of my mind until I really came here. Like when I first, when I came to the U.S., man, everything was new. Everything was new. Like you come in a new language knew everything like different people you know and just 
and coming in here sometimes I felt like a, I felt like an outcast, right? Because I'm coming in and I don't know nobody. Not not only that, but I can't even communicate with nobody. So like it just feels like a lot of pressure. You just feel like nobody likes you or nobody cares for you. And I remember when I got here, man, I was like, man, I want to go home. I want to go back. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to stay here. You know, and but man, as I grew, like it, it got better. It got better. But because of that, I, I kind of struggle with being authentic, right? Because you, you're you're an outcast. You know, nobody knows you, so you you want to fit in, right? So you want to do everything to fit in. So I remember myself like starting to cuss at a very young age. Like I would cuss in second grade. I started cussing every single time. You know, my parents didn't know that because I didn't do it in the house because I knew better. But outside the house, I was doing it all the time, you know, and and I just did that just in the means of pleasing people because I didn't want people to like make fun of me. I didn't want them to to look at me as oh the weird kid, right? That's uh, from Congo, right? And a lot of people didn't even know I was from Congo. That's the crazy part because I told them I was from France because I spoke I speak French, so. I just told him I was from France. Why? Because I didn't want people, I didn't want to get made fun of for being from Africa. People always like a lot of times, like when I was young, they make fun of African kids all the time and all these things. Oh, y'all don't got water over there. I'm like, bro, we, we got water. Like that's that's not every part of Africa that we don't got water. Like we got water, we got food. Like you know, so like just kind of making fun of. I didn't want to get made. F I didn't want to get made fun of. So it's like I was like kind of like. I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't being real. So, and I carried over, man, all the way to like, <laughs> kind of carried over all the way to like high school. Like when I was in high school, I remember myself trying to fit in. You know, when playing football, I was trying to be like uh, the guys. You know, I wanted to be known, popular. I want everybody to know who I was. Trying to trying to be someone that I'm not. And it just, it kind of just broke me. Like it really did because I, I was I was doing things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Um, I was in a relationship back then, of my sophomore year, and I was I was doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. Why? Because it just kind of felt like the pressure felt pressure, and, and you wanted to be cool. You wanted to experience the things that people are trying to experience instead of being who God has made you, right? And the truth is, you're not going to be who God has made you unless you know who God is. Unless you spend time in the presence of God. So because of that, I wasn't spending the presence of God. I'm letting the satisfaction of man determine who I'm going to be. I'm, let, I'm letting man's approval determine who I'm going to be. But the truth is, man's approval can only get you so far. Or sometimes nowhere. Like, man's approval will get you nowhere. Like, they're, they're not God. God is the one that created you. God is the one that knows you. His approval is far beyond. So like, so like I didn't I didn't see that. I wasn't spending time with God, so I didn't see that. So therefore I was blinded and I was just trying to I wasn't being who I was, who I was called to be, because I didn't know who I was. So I was trying to be like everyone else. But when you really come to Christ, man, you really He really opens your eyes to see who you are and which and what we are is we're children of God that we have gone astray. We have we, we we keep seeking for the approval of men. 
and we have left our first love, which is Jesus. And then what God has done, he is he has died, paid the wages of our sins, and then sacrificed himself to restore us. So it's like, why would I try to get approval of man? And the, the God of the universe cares for me so much that he's willing to pay the price for my sins. And then die on the cross for it. And he doesn't ask anything of me. Just for me just to follow him. But man will ask a lot of things of you. For you to be popular. For you to be cool. You know. And I struggled with that for the longest time. Man. I did. I did. And also not only that with, with that. But also with sexual morality. I was. I remember I, I saw. Like porn for the first time. When I was really young. Like I was. Yes, and I remember I was like eight. No, I was like seven. It was in Congo. Like they, they had. Uh, I remember one time we went to our neighbor's, our neighbor's house. Right, we were close with them, and they had a CD of porn. And you know, you put it in, they didn't even know what it was, and all of a sudden we see all these things, and I'm, and I was, it was opened my eyes to to all that, and I was like, like it was crazy. Like it was, it was crazy in that, and because of that, seeing that for the first time, like it carried over all the way till I was till it was my sophomore year in high school. Because my sophomore year in high school, that's when Christ really delivered me from all that, like delivered me from trying to fit in and delivered me from sexual morality and all these things, you know. So because those were the times I really struggled with that, right? So like, so in this moment, like I'm sitting there being introduced to that and that just really 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 hindered me like you, you don't know you don't see the effects of it until christ unveils unveils like the 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 veil that you had over your head you know because when you live in sin like you you are blinded like you're blinded to the to the schemes of the enemy right like in as it says in corinthians i believe it second corinthians first corinthians I'm not sure honestly but I know it's in Corinthians. It says that the God of his age has blinded the unbelievers. Second Corinthians. The God of his age has blinded the unbelievers. So they're not able to see. Like they, they hear, but they cannot comprehend. So the God of this age blinded my eyes, blinded my ears to look at things in the wrong way, to look at women in the wrong way. Because why? I was looking at inappropriate stuff. I was looking at porn and, and letting that define how relationships a relationship is supposed to be letting that define how i'm supposed to look at another woman and that was wrong and that was wrong and it really changed you and also the fact is that people don't understand that sexual morality like you're opening doors to demons to come into your life you're opening doors to darkness coming to, to come into your life because god has made that to be holy for it to be you with your wife right or you with your husband to be one flesh man and a woman all right nowadays you say that people won't get mad at you but it's facts all right man and a woman you know god has ordained that to be like that but when you are making yourself one flesh with other people which is to be honest with you this is the, which i started doing man and i didn't ever expect myself to be like that because i always told myself i'm, I'm not going to be like that i'm not going to be like that i'm not going to do that you know that's not that's not the thing i want to do you know, and when you do that, you are 
opening you're making yourself one flesh with other people you're opening doors for the enemy to come into your life you're opening doors for the darkness to come into your life because what you're doing is unholy and what is unholy is is of the enemy is of the devil so you allow him to come into your life and i remember when the lord was breaking all those strongholds like when, when i started stopped when i stopped watching it when i was like you know i'm not gonna do this anymore like i i was fighting like the, the lord was really helping me fight because i remember the attacks like demons like i remember having dreams of demons trying to to like get me to watch porn because i remember it was one time the dream that i had i was in a room and there was this demon that that just telling me to watch porn like I heard the voice, like we, when, like we feel the presence of the Lord, and then when the enemy, the presence of the enemy comes, you feel it too. Like it's like this dark and just oppression. He's trying to bring you down, and I felt that, and it just was. I just felt that, just pressure to watch it. And I, as I was sitting there, man, I told myself I'm not gonna do it. And I didn't do it. I closed the computer, and then I dream. I looked, and just this demon wants to attack me, and it started chasing me, and I just ran out the door. I ran out the door. And I was terrified and I woke up and I was just shaking, man. And that just comes to show you like, like these things are, are real. Like sexual sin is big. Like you making yourself one flesh with other people. Like you don't know the, the, the general, general, uh, generational curses that they got. You don't know the, the things that they doing. You know what I'm saying? So now, and now you make yourself one flesh with that person. And, and it also opened doors to me having like bad dreams of me having, you know, of committing sexual immorality. I don't know if it's immortality. It's not immortality. It's immorality. A sexual immorality with other in my dreams. And and, and those were demons. Like they were, they were demons, you know, and I, I, I had to pray for that. I had to pray. Call my dad. We'll pray. We'll pray, man. And it's like, this is what sexual sin does to you. That's what it does. It's not a joke. Like you're really making yourself one of flesh with with another person, and you're opening doors to demons, right? And you're allowing demons to come into your life and to be one of flesh with you, which is why you want you have you have those dreams of wet dreams, right? People be talking about you. That's why you have wet dreams, right? And you really have to pray and, and ask for the Lord to really deliver you, you know. And and man, I fought. I fought. The Lord has really delivered me from that. Right. And those those are the things I really struggle with, man. I wasn't really those those are the main things, just trying to be authentic. Trying to be authentic and really sexual morality. I struggle with anger too. Uh I found myself always being upset about the littlest thing, you know. And the Lord really delivered me from that too, because and also one th one thing that really helped me was my little brother. I'm just just seeing how me being upset all the time just affected him. You know, sometimes he didn't want to hang out with me. Because he thought I was just mean and rude, you know. So it's like the Lord was just revealing, really revealing that to me through Him, and I've learned to really be patient and kind in many ways. And I also had a class where I had to take care of um, special needs kids, right? And I felt like the Lord, and I didn't know, I didn't even know that I picked that class, you know. And I remember going to that class, man. Just you had to be very, very patient with them. You had to be very patient because some of the stuff they're going to be doing like you might get upset it's like what are you doing you know so you have to be very patient and understanding and the lord when i was in that class really helped me to be patient 
to be understanding and even use my brother as well to to really learn how to be able to learn how to be able to talk to people without being upset learn how to be able to listen right and be patient and love on people you know so thanks be to god because of that because man i don't know where I, I would be right now you know so i'm i'm very grateful man i've been through a lot of stuff i've had crazy dreams i've had you know demonic affairs man like demons chasing me you know i, I like man you feel the presence of of the evil one like when you live in sin you, you won't see it you won't feel it because why wow, you're, you're stuck in that like see this other thing man when you when you live in sin you you're like i said you you you're blinded you're blinded you're blinded to the enemy schemes so you won't be able to see it until you come into the light when you come into the light like when jesus came into the world he was light but people love darkness so much that they did not want to go to the light but it's only until you go it's only when you go to the light where you'll be able to see the true darkness because but when you live in it you're not going to be able to see it but when you come to the light, you see the darkness because the light shines through all the darkness. And when I came to Christ, I saw all those struggles. Before, for me, I thought it was just, man, it's, it's not really a struggle. It's just something I do. I don't, I don't see it as a problem. You know, I didn't think it was a problem. But when I came to Christ, I saw I saw how my anger affected my life. I saw how I'd be impatient, how living in sexual morality and how just trying to fit in changed me and the lord really had to open my eyes to that and i'm just i want to tell you that you will not see the things that you struggle with until you abide in christ and for and when you see the things that you struggle with christ is not trying to bring you condemnation as romans 8 says in jesus christ there is no condemnation why because really really when you look at the sin you are you are apart from Christ is already condemnation. You already condemned apart from Christ. So, like when you look at that sin and you're living in that, you're already condemned. But when you come to Jesus, He shows you that, right? It's it's like a godly sorrow because a godly sorrow leads you to repentance. The Bible says that godly sorrow leads you to repentance. So God makes you see and just help you to understand what sin does and how it affects your life. And and there's that sorrow. But don't let that sorrow bring you down because he's not condemning you, but he's helping you see that so you may abide in him. So you may abide in him. Right? So walk in the spirit so you will not gratify the things of the flesh. You know? So yeah, man, though I, I struggle with that. And thanks be to God, thanks to the Holy Spirit delivering me in, in many ways, right? That now I'm able to say that I'm free. By the grace of God, I'm free, man. I don't, I don't struggle with anger really like I used to. Nowadays, it's like when I'm upset, I, I usually walk away. Like I, I know when to walk away. You know, I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I feel myself being upset, so I'm just gonna take a break. Let me just walk away for a little bit, cool down, right? Because when you're upset, you don't, you just like Proverbs it says, a foolish man gets full rant to his anger. So if you get full because you're upset, you don't be saying stuff that you not you don't need to be saying. So now when I'm upset, I just walk away. I go pray. I go pray about it, you know, and um, just 
being patient. I'm still working on patience, man. Like walking with Jesus, you're going to need some patience. And I'm still working on it, but I would say I've gotten way better. I'm not perfect, but each and every single day, I'm getting better. And that is to the glory of God. Like I'm being sanctified by the Holy Spirit each and every single day. I, I was a newborn baby in Christ, right? That's that first sanctification. And now the second, second, the second, second sanctification is me growing up in the spirit. So now I'm growing up in the spirit and I thanks be to God for that. You know, and I'm, I'm growing and I'm, I'm deciding just to keep following Jesus because I don't want to go back to the old ways. May Christ has delivered me and I, I've gone through it. And I, which is why my whole goal, like I said, is just to preach Christ because apart from him, we can do nothing. Like he, he is the only one that can deliver you. Demons are being casted out in the name of Jesus. There's no other name above that name. It's not Muhammad. It's not Buddha. Nobody. It is the name of Jesus Christ that is the most powerful name. It's the name of Jesus. Demons tremble in the name of Jesus. You know? So which is why, like, I just want to share y'all, tell y'all about my testimony. You know, it's just Christ has delivered me. And right, hopefully I can relate, man. And, and I want y'all to see that there's power in the name of Jesus. Cling on to him. When the world is telling you to do something else, no, you stick to Jesus Christ. Let them go the other direction they want to go to. Let them live in sexual morality. Let them live in evil, in the darkness, man. You come to Christ. And when you come to Christ, you share your testimony. They may see that and they want to come to Christ as well. So let us share a testimony. Let us speak about Christ and bring people that are living in darkness to the light. Let the light shine through darkness. And let the sin be revealed. Not to be condemned because apart from Christ, they're already condemned. No, but let their sin be revealed so they may come to Jesus and be cleaned because they can never be cleaned by themselves so be a disciple on the daily share your testimony share the gospel and let the people know what christ has delivered you from and i thank you i thank my friend shout out to asia <laughs> uh shout out to asia for reminding me really for sharing my testimony because i never thought about that man and I, i'm glad the lord has really delivered me and I, yeah, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to the, to my old ways, man. Like a dog goes back to a vom to his vomit, so a foolish man goes back to his old ways, to his sins, right? So I am not going back to that ever again, you know. And come to Christ, man. Come to the light, then you'll see, you see the world for how how it really is. You'll see how the enemy has really blinded the unbelievers. But let the Lord um take off that veil, take off the the, the blindness that you got, you know, let him open up your ears and see how good that he is and he will deliver you. Right. Many people have great testimonies as well, you know, and on the, that's my testimony. Man, I didn't really do much. Um, that's really the things that I struggle with, you know, and uh, I'm glad that the Lord delivered me, man. Yeah. Have a blessed day. See ya.